Welcome to this week's episode of Overheard in the Pantry. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to give you guys a content warning about the like 17-18 minute uh, mark in. We talk about a show that contains uh, sexual assault and rape, so if you want to just skip over that part, um, just take note and do that. We're also going to talk about the re-release of Love Story and how excited we are for Taylor's upcoming re-releases. So if you are ready to get into these snacks, crack open the pantry door and let's get into it. Hello, it is me and hello, it is you. The grass is green and the sky is blue. She is southern and I am black. We are glad that you brought your ass back. It's Felicia and Courtney. It is over in the bedroom. Get into the snacks. Mm. Hey, girl. Hey, Courtney. (laughs) (laughs) How's it going, gal? It's going fine. I missed you last week, Courtney. I missed you too, girl. We be talking and talking, but we ain't talk last week, but now we're talking today. I know. It's so nice to talk to you. I like the sound of your voice, Felicia. Thanks for the accent. Well, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Did you know, Felicia, that Taylor Swift's love story, uh, Taylor's version, um, debuted at number one and uh, tied Miss Dolly for I Will Always Love Ya? Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, Dolly Parton's I will always love you. The second time she did it uh-huh. is the only other song besides Love Story as a re-record to debut at number one. Oh, whoa. I did not yeah. know that, actually. <laughs> yeah, I thought you would appreciate that. We did the story at work. <laughs> I do appreciate that um, because I actually had in my notes for us to talk about that because I don't think we ever mentioned it because I think we recorded it. We- I think we recorded. <laughs> Why is that so hard to say? I think we recorded and then like literally the next day, of course, she announced the re-recordings and stuff. That always oh, happens. Oh, really? Yeah, that always happens to us. Like we will record we an talk episode. talk about Taylor and then she does something <laughs> literally 20 minutes after the podcast is finished. Yeah, so I don't think we ever talked about the re-recordings. Well, I just want to say this. I enjoy Love Story Taylor's version and I want the albums to come out. What I didn't realize, Felicia, was that Reputation is going to be the last one to come out because there's like a time frame mm-hmm. that she has to follow. I forgot that there's that time frame. So we're not even getting rep until like 2023, if that. Yeah. Ugh, the gut punch. But I'll be ready and richer by then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So girl, we'll, we will be in the front row. Right. No, we'll be backstage. No, is that the one we'll meet Taylor at? No, we'll meet Taylor before then. <laughs> We're manifesting. We'll meet Taylor before then. Because she'll go, she'll tour before she tours rep again, obviously. Right. Um, and we'll meet her. Yes. Taylor, we're coming. I'm I'm just I'm very excited um for the extra songs that we're gonna get to hear from each album. Me too. And it I really think it- makes you think like uh what what are the cousins? Because yeah. we're Ariana, we got the cousins. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? Not to change subjects. We can I come right back to Taylor, but did you did you like it? Um, a lot of the times her stuff has to grow on me. It's not an okay. immediate like, so we'll see hmm. in a few weeks, I guess. Were you a Positions fan overall? I don't remember. 
Um, it's not my favorite. Um, there's a lot of I I list I skip more songs than I have favorites. Mm. But well, hold on. Let's get back to this because I actually have. I'm sorry. About it. I, I didn't mean to take us. I didn't mean to derail us. But no, I, I I just was curious in the I've moment. I've got more to say about that because I actually have a note written about the same, oh, really? same subject. Yeah. So we'll come back to that. Oh, we're on it today. We're linked today. <laughs> we girl. are. We are. Um, but yeah, I'm very like you said. I'm very excited to see the songs from the vault. So um, I don't know. I I love that she's doing Fearless first. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fearless is a very important album to me that's my that was like my first like taylor album that was like released after you know knowing her because i mean i heard about her from her first album so this is the first like taylor release so that was like fun for me and i was like you know 16 um i don't know perfect timing for fearless so it's going to be really cool to hear it back and like reflect as a 29 year old like those feelings and emotions that I thought were everything in the world and the, the end of the world and stuff back when I was a teenager and listening to those songs. I'm over here and I'm thinking about 1989 was such a cultural impact. Mm-hmm. Does she get another chance? Like, I wonder, is this like a, a re- will this be like a, another full run for Taylor? Like, will Red get the Grammy? I think well, so. Well, 1989, we so was bald again. Like. And on that same note, it's really cool because there are a lot of people, like you said, 1989 was really like that was when she went full mainstream and people that had never listened to her before listened to her. A lot of people haven't heard the stuff from mm-hmm. the old albums. I saw um, somebody tweet about that the other day. It was one of these celebrities, the guy from Modern Family. I can't remember his name. Um, he was like, you know, or... I don't know, somebody else, one of those celebrity guys that always tweet about Taylor that she's friends with was like, you know, I didn't listen to her before 1989 and I haven't listened to the previous albums. So I'm going to wait until they're released and experience it as if it's a new release. So I think that's really cool that there's going to be all these people listening to these songs for the first time. So it's going to be, you know, fans that grew up on these and have such memories attached to these songs and people hearing them for the first time and making new memories I don't know it's really cool and you know I almost cried hearing love story because you know just we were both young when I first saw you just takes on a whole different meaning now you know yeah for for us with Taylor like because we were yeah we were um I don't know I think I, I feel prouder yeah of her than I did before and I, I don't know I didn't anticipate feeling this way yeah but I do I'm ready for speak now too girl what you left off that I want to hear those the stories you got cooking girl oh and you gosh. already know um I don't want to hear it Taylor I'm letting you know right now girl uh good afternoon good evening good morning we need whatever we know you was uh hanging out with a uh, Drizzy Drake go on ahead and put that feature on rep okay yeah go ahead and put that on rap (laughs) we truly thought she was gonna have a song with him on lover right wasn't that the one that there were the hints the drake hints and yeah it was like they were in a studio or they were seen together or Mm -hmm. it was rumored that she was talking to him or something like that she was Mm -hmm. asking for music advice or something like that Mm -hmm. um give us that give us that feature i don't know i feel like i'm gonna go even harder as if 
<laughs> we could. I feel like I'm gonna go even harder when Rep come back around for her her second swing. Yeah, if you will. But also, <laughs> Speak Now was a really special album as well. So I'm mm-hmm. very excited um, for that. I'm just, I'm so excited. I'm excited about it. Also, guys, please go like my TikTok where I'm doing like a transition (laughs) to Love Story because I filmed it a few weeks ago. Um, It's like a video of me whenever I was in high school singing Love Story and then it like transitions into me like now singing Love Story, lip syncing, of course. And um, I filmed it a few weeks ago and I uploaded it to TikTok and they took it down because that song was not on TikTok yet. And Taylor Nation finally put the song up this week on TikTok. So I finally uploaded it and um, I think it's pretty great. So y'all need to like it. Was it your most recent one? Yeah. Girl, you were going off before the transition. You better let us know in this parking lot, girl. Me. <laughs> me. I've seen this before. Oh, uh, come on, pretty, pretty. <laughs> oh, I miss you, Felicia, in person. Oh, I miss you, too. I love your yeah. live reaction. Okay, y'all. So Sorry, y'all. y'all. <laughs> Felicia was giving it in the parking lot, y'all. So go on ahead um, and go ahead and like that. Just <laughs> off the strength of that. She was giving it. That angst was really coming out, girl. I it felt truly it. was. I said, <laughs> where the fuck is my Romeo and Juliet love story? It's that bitch. Just say yes. Just Damn say it. yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh i don't I, I i'm excited i'm excited about this taylor's gift taylor actually is the gift that keeps on giving now that i think about it i've been saying that a lot lately um but i she wonder is. i wonder if uh any of them will have music videos like new music like videos ones? She better. Mm-hmm. i think so that would be kind of cool wouldn't it what if felicia and this is a reach swifties and eavesdroppers one of the albums is visual. If you could choose one to be a visual album, which one? Uh, oh. Um, if I could choose one to be visual. Damn, that's she's hard. More, she's more mature now. So it might even be like a different telling of the story from what it was. Um, It's really hard because I want to say 1989, but we already kind of have that with the music videos. Mm-hmm. So, but but I also like because I would say reputation, but I like re- seeing reputation live. Like mm-hmm. I like the stadium tour, seeing it that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I would still go with 1989 because I feel like whenever I listen to 1989, the songs go in like an order of a story in my head. You know, because yeah. we start out with "Welcome to New York," like everything's new changing the sounds new everything about me is new and it's the new relationship and then it like goes through the thing and then it ends with clean where you know like all right it took a lot I went through a lot and you know it was hard losing you but I'm finally done with it you know so I don't know I feel it like in my head oh my god and imagine wonderland I'm over here thinking now Taylor can do no um welcome to New York music video on don't have the Howard Reese experience uh kissing boys are you kidding me? Oh my God. Boys and boys and girls. And girls. We need uh, Howard Reese up in the gig with a good sequin top on. Are every time I hear that song, I think of Howard because me I too. just- Every time. Always Felicia. think of singing it with him <laughs> in the playlist lobby in Orlando, Florida with his sequin jacket, the welcome to New York. No, no, because that if 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 he represents any song, that's it for me. Like, I agree. Just Howard, just running down the streets of Times Square in his sequin, just like 
literally performing the song as if he's in a fucking musical. I, I can just see it. I can, yeah, I can just see it. I can see it too. Oh, um, man. I think for me, I would choose either Reputation or Red. And the only other, the only reason I would say Red is just because the, I think that that would probably sell the best. Yes. Um, I think the hype and the the cult following behind Red specifically um, is insane. Mm-hmm. Mm. Girl, don't let me get to planning. Taylor said, girl, I am having a glass of wine, relaxing, and you're playing music, <laughs> video, visual albums. I said, damn right, girl. We get in the bag, girl. We feeding the fans, girl, and feeding your account, too, girl. Mm. I mean, like, honestly, now that I'm thinking of it, there's, I could just picture it for each one of them, you know? Because, like, mm-hmm. Speak Now could be this whole fairy tale theme, you know? I think they all have really strong branding and themes, yeah. like you said. So, hey, who knows, girl? Taylor could drop all the albums, re-release all the albums, and then come back with the visual album collection. Or, it's, or it's, she does, like, a, a movie using the songs from all of the albums and creates, like, this, this visual something-something. I'd love You know it. I love a good um, idea, girl. Taylor, not thinking about this shit at all. I said, girl, how about a movie? She said, bitch, this ain't Fantasia. <laughs> I've, been, um, I've been listening to Lover a lot lately. Yeah. I, for some because I go on like these kicks where I'll listen to a specific album from hers for a while and it was you know the newest ones and then I was on Reputation for a minute and now I'm on Lover um, and I thought it was very strange that it's literally been two years since she started like the countdown and little hints and stuff I can't believe it's been two years I feel like we just got Lover I do too like I feel like Lover is still a new album for me yeah, I agree. You know, like if she said she were um, doing the tour like next month, I would be hype as if it just came out. Yeah, it's it's so wild that we've gotten two new albums in between Lover. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've been back on that one for for the past few weeks. Lover's a good album. I feel like sometimes the fans give it shit and I'm not really sure They why. do, but they do that with everything. Like when Reputation first came out and now that something new, new has come out since Reputation, a lot of them are like, oh, well, actually it is good, you know, because Reputation was so different. So people were like, oh, but it's, it's like every time there's a new album out at first, they're kind of are hesitant about it. And then something else comes out and they're like, damn, we didn't appreciate Lover enough or something, you know? So they'll come around. They'll come around. Give projects their flowers when they first come out. Yeah. If you like it and no one else do, you should be unafraid to voice that. Right. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I was shouting it from the highest rooftops how good Rep was. Miss mm-hmm. Rep was doing her thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, speak, so going back to the, um, thing about positions, um, (laughs) I was going to tell you that another album I've been listening to a lot lately is Sweetener. And it's just so weird to me because I didn't like that album when it first came out. Like I had certain songs from that album that I liked, like I like had a handful that I liked, but overall I didn't like listen to the album straight through. And I wanted to tell you that because I know you love Sweetener. And I was like, wow, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I feel like sometimes albums just have to catch you at a certain time. Oh my God, Felicia, that's the absolute truth. 
Um, I 100% agree. At Sweetener, before I decided that Positions is probably my favorite Ariana album as of today, mm-hmm. um, Sweetener, it's just unappreciated. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know why. Why did people hate that album when it came out? I don't know. I, I just, it was different for me. It was different yeah. because I really liked... I really liked Thank You Next and I could like really relate to a lot of things on that album. So that was like really like, you know, my like one that I was like, oh, I love this one the most. So I guess because Sweetener came out very soon afterwards, I was still like on the Thank You Next kick, you know? Mm -hmm. But now that time has passed, I feel like there are a lot of songs on Sweetener that I can really, really relate to at this time in my life you know, dealing with mental illness type things, you know, and that Mm -hmm. she talks about on the album. I feel like now I'm like, oh, wow. I like all of the songs on Sweetener. (laughs) Girl, the light is coming, girl. Yeah, it is. Damn right, girl. (laughs) The light is coming to get back into the darkness. Still wouldn't pay $200 to see it. (laughs) When I tell you I love Ariana Grande, and she, I am very aware that she has not a bad album in her discography for me. Yeah. That does not change my opinion about the fact that I don't think I would have gone to the Sweetener tour. When I, I oh my, the way I love that girl, I just couldn't do it. I'm just not in the tax bracket yet. Now, if I was in the tax bracket, girl. Right. Me, yes. you, Ricky, David, girl, we even gonna fly in Sawyer and maybe goddamn Lindsay, girl. <laughs> But we not even, we, girl, I'm not, not talking about it. So it ain't going down like that. So Ariana, we'll catch you on the TV. When that come out? That came out like New Year's or was that Christmas? Uh, I watched it on one of them. Yeah, I watched, I, it might've been Christmas. I don't know. We watched, I remember <laughs> you and I were on the same wavelength because <laughs> we'd already talked about it previously. <laughs> and then you texted me or I texted you or something. And I was like, you've got to let me know what you think. And you said the exact mm-hmm. same thing I did. And I still want somebody to tell me why they no one caught that it looked like a damn toilet bowl. Ariana, love you down. We just got a couple questions. (laughs) Felicia, Mm -hmm. we might have spoken about this previously, but this was before I watched this program. Have you ever seen this show called I May Destroy You on HBO? No, I, I don't know what that is at all. Okay. Really quick, and I do want to say TW, which I just learned um, before this recording meant trigger warning. Um, We are going to talk about some heavy things, dealing with assault, Um, but it is a really great show that I've been watching on HBO, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's about this young woman who's a writer, and her journey through assault and exploitation mm-hmm. and there, there, there's a lot to unpack there like I'm, I'm more than halfway through this season Felicia mm-hmm. and I just think for me as a man right mm-hmm. I didn't realize as a gay man at that because there's more than one storyline obviously mm-hmm. um it's it's not just the main character she has friends Um, And for me, I didn't realize that so many things could fall under the umbrella of sexual assault, sexual abuse, um, sexual exploitation, so many things. Um, Are there any that you remember that you were shocked by? I'm just curious. um, 
or one that I when I, when I think of sexual assault, mm-hmm. I think of like a forceful like Paige Michael Chuck Degrassi type deal, Paige and Dean. Like oh, I'm, forced, okay. I'm forcing myself on you, and there it is. Uh-huh. On this program, we're seeing assault in on a spectrum almost. Mm-hmm. If you're having intercourse with someone and there's the miscommunication between whether someone is taking a condom off Mm -hmm. or leaving it on Mm -hmm. and you're finding out that um, certain language is being used to sort of coerce you into being okay Mm -hmm. with not wearing protection, then that's rape. You're a rapist. Yeah. And um, not to say that I was unaware that that's what it was I guess a better way to put it is I've never seen it depicted that way Mm -hmm. on television before and with people black people as well as people of color but specifically black people Mm -hmm. um it was very very eye-opening oh wow heavy stuff but educational informative funny Felicia at the it's it's heavy stuff but the the lead actress is so funny um it's a very powerful show. I know I'm late to the party. This show came out like last year for we show. Oh wow. Well, I'm I'm interested to watch it. I love shows like that that are educational and like teach you something. I mean, that's really that's really cool that you like were able to take that from from the show. Yeah, a, a friend had recommended it to me and I was like, you know what? You know when you just sitting at home, you're like, I ain't got shit to watch. Or you don't feel like watching none of your regular shit that you be mm-hmm. watching. I said, let me put this on. And it was giving me already when I first put it on, it was giving me the feelings of like insecure because there's not that many shows out with um, a huge black ensemble cast, mm-hmm. right? And they're acting like hooligans. Um, and I felt it to be very down to earth. And it takes place in London, Felicia. Oh, wow. And I still was able to relate a yeah. lot. Um, check that one out here. I will. Yeah, that was a good one. I think you'll blow through like three, four episodes in one sitting, girl. Probably, because like I said, I love, I love shit like that. Mm-hmm. That teaches you something and kind of, I don't know. I, I just really love when a TV show can be entertaining and also like give you a perspective of like, you know, so, someone different than you, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, re- I really want to, um, I didn't understand, right? So the lead actress, and the reason why I'm not saying her name is, I, I believe her name is Michaela. Let me double check, Felicia, because I really don't want to mess her name up, because um, I really do have a lot of respect for this role that she's playing on this goddamn program. And there's one, let me pull her up, let me pull her up. <laughs> I can't spell Michaela. C-H. Mm, Michaela Coel Webb. She's amazing. Um, there was a lot of hubbub surrounding the fact that she wasn't really nominated for this upcoming award season, Felicia. Mm-hmm. Um, and although I am not finished with I May Destroy You, I also now am curious to know why. Why couldn't she be eligible? Why is she not nominated? Um, mm-hmm. Because I think that she played the hell out of that role and it's not something that I say often, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch the show now. Mm-hmm. Give it a watch, girl. I'm telling you, girl. Don't watch <laughs> it before bed, girl, because you're going to watch five episodes. Be late to work, girl. Is Don't it gonna, do it to yourself. Is it going <laughs> to evoke emotion? Am I going to get mad <laughs> at um, the world? <laughs> I, I think that you'll laugh. I think that you might 
cry at some points. It's not mm-hmm. like a, this is us, like a cry every episode. It's not that. Yeah. Um, I think you'll laugh. I think you'll cry. I think you'll be like, damn. And also, Felicia, it's tough to be a woman. I'll never know. But watching shows kind of like this, it's like, damn, can women breathe? Can they live? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Check that one out, y'all. Give that one a stream. At least watch two episodes. The show is only like 30 minutes, I think. Um, for sure. For well, consideration. In the midst of all that, thanks for acknowledging that women do have a heart. <laughs> yeah, y'all be going through it. I'm sorry. It's just frustrating, you know, when people who are, you know, not even women try to tell you what to do with your body and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And like, don't acknowledge that they don't understand. It's a, com- it's like a, it's like being committed to misunderstanding. Yeah. Cause the whole thing that is going on here in South Carolina with the heartbeat bill, um, which those of you guys that don't know, a lot of states are trying to pass the heartbeat bill. Um, Georgia, I believe passed it last year. Uh, that says if doctors can detect a heartbeat, you can't have an abortion. Um, and uh, the whole thing is they're like, well, it, in cases of rape or incest, like, it's fine. You can still have it. But the whole point is to do that, you have to report it to a sheriff's office. And one of the, um, one of the representatives or congresswomen women or something um, was, tr- was up there trying to explain to them. They're like, okay, so... We have to go report it to a man because, by the way, there are no female sheriffs in the state of South Carolina about these rules that were made by men. She's like, you guys just don't get it. Like, first off, we're scared to report it anyways. So it just, I don't know. It's ridiculous. Mm. I don't It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I was explaining this recently, all of this to a guy friend. And like, I was, because he was like, well, can't you just like, you know, that sucks that that it's not right. But couldn't you go to like a different state and have an abortion then? Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> because in a lot of places, they'll arrest you if you've gone out of state. It's still illegal because you're a what? citizen of that state. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case in this specific South Carolina one for sure. Like, don't quote me. But there are ones in different states where you can't leave because if you when you come back across the border, like, you know, if they find out, they'll arrest you then, too. Or like if a doctor does perform an abortion and it's not, you know, a, a case of rape or incest that was clarified by the sheriff's office, then the doctor will also lose their license and be fined and stuff. So what the hell yeah i mean this is already in georgia and they're they they passed it here in south carolina but a judge has um i don't know what they call paused it or something for the next 15 days while they try to like revoke it i guess so i don't know we'll see that's awful (laughs) it is can't even have control over your goddamn body no because the whole thing is is people are still gonna have abortions they're just not gonna people are gonna be dying because they're gonna just be doing it themselves, yep. you know. Mm-hmm. That's awful. It is. It's horrible. It's it's horrible. It's just it's horrible to see people not understand it, you know, and to see women that are like so for this. And it's like for what? 
it's really it's really difficult and because it because you it's like I've been in that world of being in like you know the church stuff I was never like you know hardcore like these people are but like I get it and I get why they are in that mindset and it's like fuck I wish they could just break out of that and realize how ridiculous they sound and close-minded and close-minded that's what it is it's close-mindedness like who fucking cares it's not like I'm like out here saying everyone go have an abortion it's like no (laughs) I want you to be able to choose you know it's not like I'm like kill children like (laughs) and that's everyone should have a choice it's their body yes like just let people let the individual make the choice not some fucking 72 year old white man that's (laughs) you know been privileged all of his life and I don't know I just got on a soapbox get your ass up there then you got a message (laughs) I guess it wasn't well thought out that was very um (laughs) <laughs> I don't you know. said my name was felicia and i got something to say <laughs> speaking of um <laughs> anyways i'm excited to check the show out courtney i think you'll like it honestly felicia but um you know how i'm always forcing people to watch stuff i forced my boyfriend to watch a movie that um i considered a classic oh and he had never seen it obviously he has seen nothing um so we watched Cruel Intentions um, last weekend. Y'all know I love some SMG, Sarah Michelle Gellar, uh, Miss Buffy, if you will. Um, and she was in that movie and that movie is still legendary after all of these years. You've seen Cruel Intentions, right, Felicia? Um, uh, I have seen it because I'm pretty sure there's like a quote in that movie that has to do with a fallout boy song. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Now don't again, don't quote me, bitch. I'm not a source right now, but I'm pretty sure I've seen that movie just because of that. So I don't remember the movie. Girl. Hang on, I'm going it. <laughs> I hope I'm right about this. I hope that's a fact that just came out of my mind. Stowed, <laughs> stowed from 20 years ago. <laughs> 20, 15 I don't years see, ago. I don't see anything. I got to figure it out. Either way, the film was legendary and it had a good cast. And my boyfriend was very, very, very entertained um by miss reese and sarah michelle geller who else was in that movie i forget what her name is but she's legendary and her and sarah michelle geller shared a kiss in the park that was iconic and they were doing it um they were showing it i think at like the mtv awards and all of that it was like Uh everywhere it was such a big deal to have that kind of like same sex kiss um in a film it was really Mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff they were talking about in that movie was a really big deal to be showing yeah. Um, at that time so that was like the late 90s I think early 2000s oh. maybe yeah that movie's old and that's where everyone knows bittersweet symphony from is it's a bittersweet symphony that's how the movie ends is with that song okay I'll have to watch it I'll put it on my watch list oh Felicia you'll like it that's a badass movie you might even cry at the end maybe oh, not shit. maybe not but <laughs> 
I love it was, it was good. <laughs> I love getting all these recommendations. You know what it is? I'm watching stuff again. Mm-hmm. You know how I would go through my phase of watching Real Housewives of Atlanta yeah, for years yeah. straight. This is my off year because Nini quit. So I'm only watching new uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta and boycotting the rest, which is a lie. Um, so yeah. Now that well, stuff. you've got to watch. I've texted you about this, but you've got to watch Buried by the Bernards. That is on Netflix. Netflix, I feel like, yeah. I open it up. And it's about, I've, I've only watched one episode, I think, but I loved it. I feel like these would be people like on my street that I'd know, like a family that I'd hang out with. They're from Texas. So they're like Southern and they own a funeral home. And it's about them owning the funeral home. And it's iconic. That sounds like Phaedra from Real Housewives of Atlanta. She became like a funeral director. Oh, shit. Well, this is all about the family. The dad, um, his two daughters, um, his mom, and their uncle. It's everything. You said, bitch, I'm levitating off of this family. I (laughs) am. I am because they just, they like remind me of like my family, even like they're Southern and I don't know. I don't know. It's fun. Like a little piece of home on TV. Kind of, yeah. They got the accent, you know, feel like, <laughs> I feel like I know them. <laughs> I'm trying to find new stuff to watch because I finished The Bold Type. If you guys have heard me talk about that a few weeks ago, I finished that. Fucking loved that show. Um, it's still like on. There's just not a new season out yet. You have to watch Behind Her Eyes. Behind Her Eyes? On Netflix. What the hell is that? Girl, that's another show out in Lightning. Um, it's like this girl. She had, she like, well, I'm only an episode or two in, but thus far, it's like this girl. She like meets a man and then she kisses the man. And then he's her boss the next day. Oh. And he got a wife. Oh, shit. And then it, it very much feels as though it's going to unravel from there because the wife is like super friendly from what I remember. And like mm-hmm. they like befriend each other and it's like hella awkward. Um, but from and this is not a spoiler, but from what I scroll past on my timeline really quickly, it's not what we think it is. Mm. Um, so I'm already intrigued just off of um, the first couple episodes. I'll probably watch that tonight. I've been watching on Netflix, uh, Firefly, Firefly Lane. <laughs> what the fuck is that, Felicia? <laughs> that, listen, I didn't know what I was getting into. This has, um, God, what is this girl's name? You, she, she was on Grey's Anatomy. She was Izzy. Catherine Eigel. Yes. It has her in it. Um, Damn, I snapped. <laughs> you, you you knew it <laughs> gathered um she is in it i think she may have like produced the show or something but oh. she's in it and so is um what is this girl's name sarah chalk chalky i don't know how to say her name she you would recognize her if you saw her Miss sarah um but they're like uh they're they're childhood friends and they're now in like their maybe their forties or fifties, I think. Um, and it's just kind of about 
their life in their 50s and how it, it kind of flashes back to three different time times of their life like when they were like kids and they first met when they were 15 and then like college years and then like present day years so you get to see what they're going through now but then you also get to see flashbacks as to why they're going through those things if that makes sense all right and it's actually really good like I went into it being like what the hell is this like uh Catherine Heigl her character is like a talk show host and she's like famous and then the other girl she's like at home and she just got divorced and that kind of stuff uh and she's like a mom um so I don't know I I I had no high hopes going into it I was just like oh what is this the preview looked interesting you know the thing fucking automatically plays on Netflix um Mm. (laughs) which I hate (laughs) But uh, it was really, it's really good. Really quick, Felicia. Mm-hmm. You need to see the, even if you don't watch the season, watch the cast videos for Big Brother Canada 9. Because what happened was, you know how there, I believe, and I'm loosely interpreting, mm-hmm. there's like the big issue with diversity in the cast, what have you. Uh-huh. There was some switching up. I believe with the production over out there in Canada. And now I believe the host of the show, the good sis Arissa Cox Mm -hmm. is now part of the production to my knowledge. Um, And the cast is just like hella quirky, hella diverse and actually kind of iconic. So I need to figure out a way to watch it. It looks good, Felicia, in terms of the cast videos. Uh um, They're having everyone like film the videos themselves at home uh-huh. so it's just kind of like you know like show us your life but you should check them out girl oh i will favorites are. I, I will i'm excited to see you i saw you had tweeted about it so i'm excited yeah that's it basically i want to share that with you Good. <laughs> well listen i've got a whole list of new things to watch and i'm very excited about it Oh, yeah, I'm going to text you. I may destroy you. That's going to be the good one, girl. Yeah, te- text me. I don't want to forget them, so I'll I'll have to write them down or something whenever I'm listening back to this. Um, well. <laughs> well. Well, I'm going to let y'all go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope you guys have enjoyed this week's episode. We missed you last week, um, but I hope that this week has been entertaining for you. You guys are beautiful. You are divine. You are actually um, the light of our lives. That's why you light up our world like nobody else. Mm-hmm. Um, hope that you're living good, eating good, breathing good. And I can't wait for us all to meet up again really soon in the pantry with my homegirl, Felicia. Retweet. Yes, (laughs) girl. We will talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Bye.